G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, And the Lord said to Samuel, Don't look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I've rejected him. For God sees not as a man sees. For a man sees at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. If I said to you it's time to build fences, you might think of the phrase building bridges. And from that you might think we're suggesting it's time to repair a broken relationship, patch things up and make things right. That's not what we're going to be talking about on the program today. We're going to be looking at the rabbinic practice of building fences around the commandments of God. It's a fascinating thought, isn't it? What does that actually mean? If there's a commandment, why would you build a fence around it? But let's go back to the beginning because there's a re- the reason that we don't understand a lot of these things is because there's a bit of a misconception about the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, Christianity uh, and Judaism, which, of course, Christianity and Judaism are very, very different. Mm. But a lot of people, a lot of Christians think that the Old Covenant and the New Covenant are two totally separate mm-hmm. books that yep. refer to two totally different religions. And the Old Covenant, unrelated, we don't need to even worry yeah. about it. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that that's not the case. You, they're, they're actually one book. I like what Chuck Missler always says, tonight, come to the meeting, we're going to tear out a book in the Bible and people are shocked. And he actually tears out that centre page between the Old and the New <laughs> Covenant because it's one book. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in the Old Covenant that are simply given a different name in the New Covenant, mm-hmm. even though they're the same thing. Okay. So can you give us an example of that? Like I always thought that uh, when I was uh, much younger in the faith, that baptism was a brand new concept in the New Covenant. Mm-hmm. And yep. I couldn't understand why... None of the religious leaders were shocked over this yeah. weird ritual. So like John the Baptist had invented it. Yeah, that that's what I thought. That was the first that's ever been seen. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. But it's actually, in the Old Covenant, it's called ritual baths or ritual cleansing with water, mm-hmm. with living water. It's exactly the same thing, but the New Covenant gives it a different name. Like a gathering in the, in the Old Covenant when they would get together, the word would have been like a synagogue, mm-hmm. Right. The exact same word is used to refer to the same thing in the, in the New Covenant, but we actually translate it as church. Yeah, it, it, That's why we think everything is different in the New Covenant. Mm-hmm. Another thing that many Christians kind of mistake is that, that Jesus was very different from the rabbis. Now, he was, but he was still a religious rabbi, and probably he would have aligned theologically with the Pharisee sect. Mm-hmm. Okay, But while he taught in a most authoritative way, and he did miraculous works, the general public were not shocked by how he taught. His methods were... His methods were were the same, were absolutely the same. But I want to read a a scripture first. 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, And the Lord said to Samuel, Don't look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I've rejected him. For God sees not as a man sees. For a man sees at the outward appearance... But the Lord looks at the heart. Now, this program is on building fences, and I'm looking at that verse thinking, 
that seems completely unconnected <laughs> to what building fences. Where are you going with that? Aha. All right. Let's see if we can go a little bit further and make some sense out of this. Okay. We've talked before, just briefly, we've mentioned in a, in a long time ago, actually, about the rabbinical practice of building fences about how uh, the sacred Jewish writings we've talked about, like the Talmud and the Mishnah, they're the interpretations and the commentaries of the Bible, just like we have commentaries of the Bible to help us get a better understanding of Scripture. But I want to read in the Mishnah, in the book Avot 1, verse 1, it says this, The sages said three things, Be deliberate in judgment, raise up many disciples, and make a fence around the Torah. All right, so the obvious question is, what does that mean? Well, I was reading an article by Pinhas Shia from the Bible Center, really great ministry resource, and it's messianic. And he said this, quote, Just like a physical fence, a fence around the Torah is a protective enclosure around a commandment. In other words, it's an extra layer of rules. First, one has to scale the protective fence and only then be in a position to transgress the actual holy commandment. In this way, it will be more difficult for people to then transgress the Torah. So basically, the rabbis, their motivation was good. Build an extra layer of rules that you have to keep. Mm. And if you keep those, there's no way you can actually break the original commandment. And I guess also it means if they break the rules around God's law, that's not technically breaking God's law. Would that sort of be the way that they're looking at it? If you you break the man-made rule, but you don't go any further, you haven't transgressed the law, Mm. you've broken a man-made rule. Unfortunately, over time, those man-made rules became more sacred than the law of God (laughs) itself, which Jesus condemned the Pharisees for. But uh, here is the problem. It didn't get to the root of the problem for mankind because it's in our nature from the time we're born to break rules. That's right. I mean, you've only got to look at a sign that says, don't touch wet paint. And what, what's the first you thing you... have to touch it, don't you, to <laughs> your see hand if just it's wet. It <laughs> or keep off the grass. Yeah. you just got to walk on it so just true. because. Yeah. I mean, you tell your kids when they're toddlers, don't walk on the floor, I've just mopped it. Mm. And they'll stick their greasy little toe over there just to prove yeah. that they can do it. That's it's, right. It's inbuilt in us mm-hmm. to yeah. just be so unbelievably rebellious. Yeah. The real key here is, what's this got to do with Jesus and the way he taught? Well, Jesus was a rabbi, and we've talked about the fact that his methods were similar to the other rabbis yeah. there, but did he build fences around the Torah? Well, read Matthew seven twenty-one to 23. All right, well, that says, this is Jesus speaking, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting, and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. All right. So let me just go on then with what Pinhasher explained. He said that, first of all, Jesus quoted the original commandments. Okay, he quoted from Exodus 20. And then he said, but I say to you, remember when you did that Mm -hmm, in the Sermon on the Mount? He was basically saying, if you just look at a woman with lust, you're guilty of the sin. Mm. So he's building a fence. Okay, he's saying avoid lustful gazing, inappropriate mm-hmm. gazing. Yeah. If you avoid inappropriate gazing, then you are going to crush that desire for, that's inside you because if you gaze inappropriately, then you're going to follow through on an action because you'll entertain it in your head, then yeah. you're going to go and follow through on mm. it. So if you avoid inappropriate gazing, you're not going to then go out and do the sinning. Yeah. And it, that was Jesus' way of building a fence, but based on the commandment and dealing right to the heart of the issue. Mm. Cutting it out at its core. Now it's starting to make sense that 
verse in First Samuel that you read earlier. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> God, God is looking at the heart. Yeah. And guess what? Just maybe if King David had avoided inappropriate gazing on his rooftop mm, that yeah. day, he may have avoided committing adultery with Bathsheba and then becoming a murderer of her husband. Yeah, that's right. So Jesus actually did the same practice as the, uh, as the ancient rabbis of building fences, but he did it in a way that wasn't adding superfluous rules and regulations, but more in tightening up the condition of the heart. Because there's no, nothing in the Torah that says you can't look at anything. What it says is no inappropriate gazing. You can't mm. walk down the street and not notice if a, if a young woman is dressed inappropriately, but you can certainly turn your eyes away. Yeah, that's you know, right. Bounce those eyes and look elsewhere. And I guess James talks about this, doesn't he, when he says in James chapter 1, each one is tempted when he's carried away and enticed by yeah. his own lust. Then when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. So you can see that flow Absolutely. there. Absolutely, yeah. So, so Jesus, just like the ancient rabbis, he built fences too, but he built fences around the Torah based on the Torah, mm. on what was appropriate in order to help people stay clear of falling into sin, as opposed to just adding a bunch more rules and regulations and rituals. Mm. So, yeah, he, he built fences too for our benefit and for our good. Well, that brings today's program to a close, but a reminder that you can listen back to today's episode and others that you might have missed via our website or your favourite podcast app. Just search Foundations with Mandy and Robbo to find it or go to the website vision.org.au forward slash foundations. We look forward to you joining us again next time as we desire to understand the Jewish cultural, historical and spiritual context of the Word of God on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 